Gaming Casual, the gaming podcast where we talk about games casually. I'm your host, Sedge, and I'm joined by my co-host, Lightsaber Ninja. What up? And Control Freak. Evening, folks. And Twilight. Hello. And uh, I'm going to start us off with a story. Because something funny happened to me, and I, I need to share it with the world. Oh, boy. Because it's, like, mildly wholesome, but also kind of terrifying. Terrifying is the wrong word. Anyway, so I, I logged into my Origin account. This is my favorite. This is my favorite part of the podcast. Anyway, Stedge's story circle. So like, I'm all ears. <laughs> well, no, I, I logged into my Origin account a couple days ago to update Apex Legends because I was thinking about jumping in and giving Apex another try. And I noticed something in my library. Uh, that FIFA 20 and FIFA 21 had been added to my library. I didn't think anything of it because I'm like, okay, I pay for EA Play. They're on that. They probably just show up, right? But that's not how anything else that I've ever had through EA Play has worked. Like, I have to physically click that I want it in my library. So, I clicked on the game out of curiosity. And I found something a little bit troubling with FIFA 21, I had 69 hours in it. Now, nice. I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah, nice. But you, you guys know me pretty well. I would assume after 84 episodes of this garbage show. No. Wow. Football head said, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, I'm just a huge soccer. No, I don't play sports games like ever. I own three, and two of them are hockey games. The other one um, is Madden. No, the other one actually is FIFA. <laughs> it's like FIFA 14 or something on the PS4. Oh, jeez. Yeah. But yeah, really don't have an interest in, like, professional sports games. Weird sports games, sure. Blood Bowl. Those ones... Yeah, Blood Bowl, uh, Monster Mutant League Football, uh... That's all I can think of at the moment. Good job. Because <laughs> you, you wouldn't well, no. buy FIFA 21. Yeah. I, I wouldn't buy FIFA 21. And the fact that it had 69 hours played on it means I was either playing it in my sleep and uninstalling it when I woke up. Or something weird had happened. But I, I, I don't know. I didn't think anything of it until the next time I logged into Origin when I saw that achievements had been unlocked. And now it had bumped up to 80 hours. So I went in, you know, changed all my passwords, checked my bank statement to make sure that, you know, I wasn't secretly hemorrhaging money. <laughs> yeah. To gotta uh, get them FIFA, FIFA Ultimate packs. Team. Yeah, gotta get them FIFA packs, bro. Which, so that's where the story gets kind of wholesome. No money was spent. Whoever had my account and was using it, they didn't change the password. So I could still get into it. They didn't spend any of my money. All they did was play FIFA with one of the two random guys who are now on my friends list. So, so, so you've my... made a new friend. <laughs> Apparent. Well, no. So I was going to message him, but I didn't. But I've been like wanting to hop onto FIFA just to see if this dude will like invite me to a party just to be like, hey, not the guy you've been playing with. Actual owner of the account. <laughs> But I, I deleted the guy. 
you none of that was coherent yeah that went full robot but yeah i so i changed everything you know i did download fifa to like look at the guy's stats and it's like 69 percent wins 171 goals scored 57 games played i'm like hmm all right you've been putting in some work but i'm sorry i'm gonna delete this <laughs> and then i did yeah i i think i had that happen to me years ago but the dude got banned for cheating so i get the email of your account has been banned from playing fifa i'm like okay so i pull pull it up i do the look i think i only had like 13 or 15 something hours like it was it was a small number and i responded to the email because it was one of those uh like if you want to contest this reply here so I click on it I go to him like, yeah, I'm not going to contest anything because I've never played the game. You can keep me banned in FIFA. It just means that the hackers won't use my account again. Thank you for the yeah. notification about my account being hacked. I will change my password. Have a good day. Did you ever get a reply back? No, no, I didn't. <laughs> I wish, but it was a similar situation because... Uh, the other thing that I noticed, because I don't sign into Origin often, was my default language had been shifted. Hmm. So well, I had, that, to, that I had other... to reshift the uh, default language on Origin. That was the other thing. My default language wasn't shifted or anything, but, like, the guy's profile name inside of FIFA was in Russian. Yeah. So complete. So I'm just sitting here like, this is the strangest thing that's ever happened. Like, it's malicious, but not, like, aggressively malicious. And I almost feel bad now that this guy can't play the game with his friend, but at the same time, how long was it going to be before he really wanted those Ultimate Team packs and started using my credit card? <laughs> Maybe he didn't know he could use your credit card. That's true. Maybe he didn't. Maybe the one associated to Origin is expired? It is not. Oh, well. Then you got lucky. Good for you. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> I, I did get lucky, and that's fine. I'll take getting lucky. But I, I honestly think this was some dude who hacked my account because I have EA Play. Yeah. Just to play FIFA. And he just, just to play FIFA with his buddy. And if you hear this random guy, don't do that. Just just buy the game yourself. Don't hack people's accounts. It's not nice. Hmm. But yeah. Well, no, I got that's, that. I mean, I'm more impressed than anything. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that, that's Sedge's story circle. <laughs> Who yeah. wants to start with what? Who's been playing what? Who's played something new this week? Nope. Nothing new on my end. I think I've just pretty much gotten to the end of Forager. Unless I want to just farm up and become a mortal god. I mean, you could. Yeah, yeah usually but do. Make, I've already put make in all like, those nuclear power stations. I think I put in a, I put in a day's worth of time into the singular island that I've been on. So I've unlocked all the nodes, and I've gone into the dark portal whatever you want to call it so all that's really left is to farm up artifacts so that i can build the ultimate weapons 
to go through the dark portal again. I'm like, eh. Because the only way to get the artifacts is to either fish them out or dig them out of the ground. And they have very low chance. So I've got a bunch of fishing nodes just sprawled on the island to get what I needed. But it, I'm still just like, uh, no, I'm done. <laughs> I have completed this. Fun little game. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not going to. But you've spent, your, you've spent your time with it. Yeah. I mean, 24 hours worth of time is a fair chunk of change. So it's not, yeah. it's not bad at all. No, no, I'd say that, I mean, especially for a game you got through a subscription, because you got that through Humble Bundle, right? Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, I'd say you got your subscription worth out of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm actually looking forward to uh, this month's bundle. There's a couple of games in there that I'm looking forward to. What's in there this month? Uh, Right now we've got Darksiders 3, Yakuza 2, uh, a rover mechanic simulator. Oh. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce that. Siosk? T-S-I-O-Q-U-E. I don't know what that would translate to or what that's about. Yeah. Um, and then there's a couple of games that I know I have friends that would want, so I'd probably gift it. Uh, Little Misfortune. Yeah. A couple people have been looking at that. It's not a game that I'm overly keen on, but I can gift it out. Same with Darkwood. Yeah. Oh, I mean, man. I, I like Darkwood. I've watched people play it, but it is not a game that I would probably put a overt amount of time into, and that game deserves an overt amount of time. It yeah, looks like we got a couple city builders in this one. Uh, yeah, I think it was Townsman Imper and Imperator Rome. Yeah. Which is somebody who used to play, like, the Caesar games back in the day. That's, I'm on board with that. Yep. I don't know much about Dark Burge. Dark Burg. Darkwing Duck. I don't know why that came I mean, to my head when I saw that. Looks like a Diablo-style bullet hell. Darks Burg. Yeah. Or Darksburg. Yeah, cooperative roguelite action game. So yeah, it's just like a isometric bullet hell. I wouldn't even say it's bullet hell, it's Diablo. Yeah. Like with the, with yeah. the number of enemies on the screen that I'm seeing, it's, it's Diablo. Yeah, well, those will be interesting. Yeah. But yeah I know so last I month I, I got Tropico 6 that I still haven't played, so... <laughs> Did you install it at least? No. Did no. you? I know you I had just, mentioned snagging that one. I claimed the code, but I haven't installed it yet. Mm. Get, yeah. get on that. I can pick yeah, up I Darksiders should. three. Finally, finish off that series. I might check out that since I can get it through this because I heard Darksiders three was kind of just, eh. It was apparently very short. Like I watched uh when the game first came out there was like three streamers that i saw that beat it in a single sitting so i'm thinking it's like at most eight hours 
Plus, I'm going to be honest with you, these graphics look like very early 360. Right? Like late PS2, early 360. Well, my guess is they they started, they'd made Darksiders 1. And that was fairly basic and straightforward. It was pretty much just uh, Legend of... Well, Legend of Zelda meets God of War. Yeah. Yeah. And then Darksiders 2 came out, and they they started delving into it more and making it more unique. And then I don't know if they lost funding or people lost interest in it because of something. I know it never had a lot of steam behind it initially. Um, THQ but then, died. That's right. Yeah, yeah THQ I... died. Yeah, the studio so, died, and then it got picked up. So I th- my guess is that these were basically assets they had built and had prepped long ago and then just brought in. Like, okay, guys, we're going to finish this game and put it out. Sim- I don't want to... I'm not going to outright compare this to Duke Nukem, but kind of like what happened with Duke Nukem. Where it just it switched hands and the guys that ended up getting their hands on it were like, Okay, well, we already have this. It's mostly complete. Let's just get it out. Yeah. And hell, Duke Nukem still had a delay after yeah. Gearbox got it. Yeah. Cause I remember their uh they had a tr- entire trailer for it where the head of Gearbox was just like, and Duke Nukem will be releasing in you know, whatever month it was supposed to release. And then like the plaque falls away and it shows actually releasing in July or something. And he just was like, fuck. Yeah. But you know what? Yeah, Dark Siders three was allowed to be, uh, was allowed to be finished. And Duke Nukem forever sucked. Yeah. Accurate, accurate statement. But yeah. So but... I'm, I'm curious about it. And I'll finish off my final playthrough for the Darksiders games. I'm sad we'll never get a Strife game. We, we did. did. One oh, that's right. It was, yeah, it was the top-down spinoff, which apparently was actually pretty good. Compa- like, yeah. Yeah. Pe- people people gave it a thumbs up, but it's, it, he will never get a dedicated, like, No, like a 3D. Game. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. Because what would that be at that point? Just that would just be Devil May Cry, right? Kinda, yeah. With the guns and everything, it'd just be Devil May Cry or Bayonetta. Now nah, make it a first-person shooter. <laughs> yeah, all right. I mean, you could Bulletstorm. Yeah, Bulletstorm. Yeah. That's a game that I, I think we've talked about that on Pod. That one doesn't get talked about enough. It doesn't, and I'm sad that there's not another one or a follow up for it. Cause God damn, Bulletstorm yeah. was fun. It was. It got a remaster at least. It yeah, did. That that's true. true. <laughs> to be fair, it got a remaster that included Duke Nukem as a character, and that's a better Duke Nukem's <laughs> game than Duke Nukem than Duke Nukem Forever. If yeah. honestly, that would have been how they should have done Duke Nukem. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Instead of throwing, like, trying to make it just Duke Nukem 3D again. Like, with the shitty pop culture references and the Master Chief reference and all that. I I realize that's what Duke Nukem is, but... Shitty references and corny jokes. Yeah. 
Yeah, but there's. I hear the new Serious Sam is pretty good. What like? Oh, I was just saying, there's a way you're supposed to go about that kind. More tongue in cheek, yet less uh, vomiting all over the place. Yeah. Drunken vomiting at that. Yeah. Less scary movie, more. Oh no! I don't don't, I don't get me wrong. Nothing wrong with scary movie. Scary movie did no, a fine but... job for what it was, and if that was the idea for what they wanted to do for Duke Nukem, I think it would have been a better game. Because Scary Movie knew what it was about. Duke Nukem tried to be somewhat serious with its shit. Like, it crapped in its hand, presented it to you, and said, hey, this is AAA. Like, if they had said, no, this is a B game, it's supposed to be dumb, cool, fine. Uh, But also, like, Duke Nukem's edginess is supposed to be something that we're laughing at and the game thought it was supposed to be something that you laugh with and high five and consider to actually be edgy. Yeah. Either way, Duke Nukem bad, Bulletstorm good. Give us another Bulletstorm, please. Yeah. Epic. I I also hear good things about Sirius Sam. Yeah, I heard the new one's pretty good. I haven't picked it up yet, though. Sam is a man with lots of guns, and he kills lots of demons. Similar to Doom Guy, but Sam talks. Yeah. Doom Guy grunts and rips and tears. Yep. Anyway. Uh, Twy, you been playing anything different? New? Not really. Just been playing more Divinity, and I did play Call of Cthulhu. The D&D game. Yeah, you you played the tabletop Call of Cthulhu, not the video game Call of Cthulhu. Yeah, the one with strange character sheets and percentage dice. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's all about (laughs) what's your probability of you going crazy? My character had the highest stats in looks, money, and luck. Yeah, he was absolutely useless in all the actual other skills. <laughs> you were the bankroller of the group. Yep. That's what happens when you roll all your stats and the dice don't like you that much. Bankrolling eye candy that won't die. <laughs> Honestly, in a Call of Cthulhu game, though, that's pretty useful. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of times I just threw money at Encounters. Yes. Considering hey guys, we're I about had to go deal with this horrific eldritch horror, guys. Guys, I hooked up with my buddy who's in the military. He got me some RPGs. <laughs> Just point and click. It was point a click. It was a one shot. I couldn't make contact like that, but it was pretty funny when they the quest that we were doing. He offered to pay us twenty five dollars a day. And that was a lot of money in 1920s when this game was set. And while the players, while the other characters were just like, you know, we're being paid by the day. We don't have to rush through this. My character, who wanted to buy this haunted house and turn it into a spa, was just like, why would you want to drag your feet on this? If you are um, employed by me, you'd get fired for that. But it's a lot of money if we just wait a couple of days. I make more, more money every day for my allowance. I'm a spoiled rich kid. Fuck this noise. I mean, my daily spending was $50. 
a day. Jesus. Jeez. So it was literally twice as much as this guy was paying. Yeah, I mean, the your guy character... was paying. Well, was he paying the whole party twenty five, or was it each character twenty five? Each character. I mean, oh that's, my god, that's a that's a fair chunk of change per day. Depending yeah, it's, on party. It's funny when, and it was pretty funny when you take into consideration that the rest of the party was made up of a Russian mountain man that was walking around with a shotgun and fur pelts. A right. private detective who was down on his luck. And also a sounds about right. And a homeless hobo. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, this sounds like the typical Call of Cthulhu party. So yeah, if my character easily offended them all by doing that. <laughs> what? You well... all don't have twenty-five dollars? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was a little I was intentionally being a little bit more bratty because they, it was my Monday game where, where they all just thought my character was was extra bratty every Monday. So I made this character so bratty that they were happy to go back to the original character. Good lord. You all don't you... eat caviar? <laughs> what are you, plebeians? <laughs> I can't place... The fucking accent. It, you're doing like a mix between Thurston Howell the Third and someone else. It's Mid Atlantic. It, it's that snobby nasally voice. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah Ew, don't touch me. You're dirty. Not not gonna lie, that actually happened. Talking to the hobo, probably. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look at you, just, man. Go just... take a shower. Well, I didn't you don't point own out a like shower. that. But... My home has it more, five. It was more of the I leave them came, running all the time. Started vigorously shaking my hand. And then as he was walking away to shake the hands of the other people, I could have just pulled out an, a handkerchief and started cleaning his hand vigorously. Oh my god. <laughs> it was fun to just be you a... You are a terrible human being. Yeah, I... I'm kind of realizing that since all of my characters turn out to be dicks. And I am a very manipulative trap-setting DM. We're all doomed. Yes, I am a... that. Yeah. We're doomed. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Yeah, nothing well, related to video like... games. <laughs> I mean, that's what you've been playing. Is That's like the new thing that you've been playing. Uh, Light, what you got for us? What do you mean? You got anything new? That I've been playing now. Anything you have been playing that you want to talk about? No, I haven't been playing anything. All right then. I uh well, I had a, a hankering for some Spider-Man, and I remembered that I had Web of Shadows, but I couldn't find it. Uh... And so I was like, I uh, I was like, I know that I got Prototype, and I specifically got Prototype. Uh, because the universe seemed hell-bent on me not having Spider-Man. And I went to get it, and it's gone, case and all. So I haven't huh. played anything. That's... That's weird. Yeah. Yeah, that's super weird. Um, Yeah, I, I actually have uh, two new ones I, I can talk about. And oddly enough... Uh, neither one of them are shooters, we'll so 
do you guys remember last week I mentioned a game called Fuser? From Harmonix? I take the, yeah, the Harmonix game. Yeah. So I picked it up. Okay. And played it for probably about two hours. It's, uh, it ain't bad. I, I unfortunately uh, tortured our artist's ears with my terrible mixes that I was making. Color but, me shocked. Yeah, the game, yeah, I know, right? Uh, the game's not bad, though. Like, you know, it gives you a pretty decent tutorial on how to play the game with removing discs and, you know, dropping discs in at the proper time. doesn't really tell you what sounds good together. Like, it doesn't say, hey, maybe don't combine a rap song with, you know, country or I don't know. Rock. I mean, X gonna yeah. give it to you goes with a lot of things. X gonna give it to you is in the game. And it does go well with a lot of things. As does Bad Guy by Billie Eilish. It's all about the yeah. uh, the beats per minute within the song to whether or not it'll mesh. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the game kind of auto-tunes the beats per minute. Like, it gives you, like, a bass backdrop for the pacing of the song. Right. And then as you drop in songs to mix together, you can mix up to four. And each song has different parts. So you have, like, a bass track, like, a drum track. And then some tracks have bass, some tracks have guitar, some tracks have keyboard, and then vocals. Hmm. And you mix all those together. So you could technically mix four vocal tracks together and just hate yourself. <laughs> Is it, isn't that basically what you get when you uh, play the Beatles soundtrack backwards? Yeah, kind of. Beatles soundtrack? The Beatles album? Soundtrack? What the fuck? <laughs> no, no, I just imagine now that... There's a soundtrack that you have to listen to while also listening to the Beatles. Well, there actually isn't there you guys a Beatles aren't movie. Aren't a fan of the Beatles OST? Well, no, isn't there? Wasn't there a Beatles movie? Yeah, it's so, an acid trip. Yeah, so at that point now, the Beatles album is now the Beatles soundtrack. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> you, you know, you have a point. I am technically uh, correct, which is the best kind of correct. But yeah, the the game's not. I mean. Do I regret buying it? No. Do I regret how much I paid for it? A little. Do my friends regret but... listening to me play it? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> I physically watched Chi vomit. Like, mentally. Okay, I was about to say, if you actually induce vomiting, you've found a very unique note. Yeah, like, how? That's, that's <laughs> almost worse than the brown note. I I would argue that is worse than the brown note. No, because the brown note is all just stuck in your pants. Yeah. At least uh, vomiting, you can get it on someone else. That, <laughs> to be fair, it would have gone on me, so I would have considered it worse. <laughs> and probably also the cat. And but would it have been, been worse happy. than if you were shit on? Well, <laughs> yes. No, uh. I don't know. I don't think about these things. Well, maybe you should. <laughs> I don't want to. But yeah, so that was the first game I played. And the second game I played was called... I have to find it so I actually give the right freaking name here. Uh, stalling for time, stalling for time. This is why we have the pre-roll stuff so you can check this shit before... Mars Horizon. Okay. So, basically, this game 
so you know how in Kerbal, right, you do like missions to get science and research and money so you can build better rockets, better facilities? Yeah. But you actually have to fly the rockets in the game? Also, yeah. Like, teach yourself rocket science to play Kerbal, which is the best part of Kerbal? Yeah, this game doesn't have the rocket science part. You're just running a space agency doing things. Why would you call it the best part of the game you're comparing it to right before saying that this game doesn't happen? <laughs> well, because that's what Kerbal's built around, is teaching you rocket science. That's not the point of this game. This game is about... It's a, uh, it's a company management, management game. Yeah. yeah, it's a business management game. Kinda I mean, like, that's fair. Uh... I, just, I don't think that Kerbal's an educational game. I I would I would argue that it is to a point. I mean, sure you do sort of need to start out with a basic level of knowledge, but it, they have plenty of ways to automate it and stuff like that too. Yeah, um, but it all I mean, really I'll, I'll be honest, from playing it 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 does kind of teach you how to how rockets rocket <laughs> yeah, no, I I I get that and I acknowledge that. And I think it's a fun part. I just I feel like the way you're painting Kerbal is less of a game and more of a educational. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, Kerbal is still very much a game. game I mean, I would say it's happened. both. Like, yeah, Kerbal is yeah. definitely a game, but there is such a curve to understanding. It's like they they have so many different aspects and it's like, so how's the uh wind resistance on your uh your wings? Your wing flaps? My what? And there goes the first wing. Um, did you account for heat resistance on re-entry? The what? And your rocket bursts into flame. Well, that's assuming yeah. you can even figure out the computer. How to get into orbit. And what, what perihelion and apihelion is. Like, you will crash into the Earth multiple times. Yeah. Yeah. So, in a sense, but, it's, it is a learning game. I'd argue there's two but different I, ways to play uh, Kerbal. Like, in re in reality, I would say there's two ways people play Kerbal. There is the quote-unquote correct way, you know, that the developers intended, where you, you know, build rockets and slowly get better and learn how to pilot said rockets in the game and then go to different planets and stuff. And then there's the way most people play it. They buy it and they build the most ridiculous contraption they can. See how high it'll go before it explodes. Yeah. <laughs> now, but the uh, yeah. the game describing the Mars one makes it kind of makes me think of game dev uh, tycoon. A little bit, but more in depth. Yeah. Well, you because you actually build the rocket. Yes, you you do have to build the rocket and. To be fair, when I say build the rocket, you choose the upper body of the rocket and then the booster. And the payload. Okay. So, you build the rocket by picking the right booster and upper body. So, like, if you have an upper body that can't support the payload weight, then your rocket's gonna fail. Or if you have a booster that can't get the payload into orbit, your rocket's gonna fail. Yeah. It's a lot about like building up your the Kerbal Sim. Yeah. Like the main part of the game is researching new technologies, uh competing with other space agencies to get to space. Like I got I beat everybody to like getting 
photographic proof, like photo photography of the Earth. I beat everybody to that, but then China beat me into space. Like, beat me into putting a man into space. Mm. The Earth is round. So Fuck you, flat earthers. <laughs> so, like, the game has a sense of competition with the other space agencies to see who can get to what first. Very similar oh, to the actual gravity. space race. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And it's knowing what missions to take, you know, how much money rockets are going to cost. Yeah. Um. So on mobile, I've brought I brought this game up before. Um. Oh, jeez. Uh, Space Agency. Yeah. Yep. And Space Agency is basically a uh, a two D Kerbal game that's totally simplified, like what you're describing. Yep. I mean, and, uh, yeah, I, I would, I would just, I don't know. I, you're making me think of that as well. doesn't have the same strategy elements of competing with other places, but there are missions where you go through the actual space race. Like you have to I build mean, the Saturn V that goes to the moon and takes the first pictures before the landing. Yeah. On. Yeah. It's, it's very similar to that, but more in it, like now add in actually building your, your Houston, I guess, or your Cape Canaveral. Yeah. Because yeah, you actually have to like place buildings and they get bonuses and stuff. It it's fun. It's right up Twy's alley, I think. I think she'd have a lot of fun with this one. So I take it there's a lot As of she... you could blow people up. Um honestly I only had a couple of rockets fail. And none of them were nope, one had a one No, the rocket with the dog on it didn't fail. So you saved the dog. Yeah, yeah I only had a couple rockets fail. As long I as mean, we know a you lot saved of... the dog. That's all that's important. The rest of it's not important. The dog is safe. I will say I had one moment playing the game in the, you know, couple hours I put into it. Where I was like, no. Very much no. Because I launched a rocket in the rain. And it had, like, 97% like probability to succeed. I'm like, no, no, no. If it was raining, yeah. they would scrub that launch. I don't care if they're launching an unmanned rocket. They would scrub the launch. But, I mean, the game's like, no, you, the launch will go fine. There's literally no chance it can fail. Okay. And fail. That would have See, that's what I was expecting. I was like, yeah. It's like, yeah, there's a 97% chance the launch will go successfully. Roll natural one. Your rocket explodes and your space agency is destroyed. What is this, XCOM? <laughs> what? Maybe. 95% chance to crit. 99% chance to hit. Miss. Motherfucker. Say, so, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you were picking your nose, genetically engineered super soldier. Uh. XCOM's a good game. It's a good game, but it is so rage-inducing when you're just like... Oh, it is. Why? You are you are literally two feet away from this guy with a shotgun. How do you only have a 50% chance to hit? He's a wiggly boy. He wiggles out of the way of the pellets. I, I don't fucking know. It's been a long time since I played XCOM. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, but, it's been a hot minute for me as well. Yeah, those are the only two new games I really have to talk about. Yeah. I got nothing else. I I played more Halo otherwise. Oh, and Jackbox. We played the hell out of Jackbox, but that's not Jackbox. really. Jackbox is Jackbox. If you don't know what Jackbox is, it's a party game. Go play it. It's fun. 
party with trivia and stupidity. Yep. Lots of stupidity. Like Rock. Yeah. He's a real solid guy. But, all right. Um, with that, we're going to go to break really quick, and I'm going to run some promos, and we'll be right back. So don't go nowhere. I'm Harrison. I'm Jordan. Well, I am Harrison. I'm fucking Jordan. All right! And, and we're, we're the, the Grief Rio Podcast. Podcast. Let us be your unnatural Sherpa guides on this existential plane of mountainous game and movie exploration. And don't forget about that spookiness that lives within us all. But mainly in you, you spooky bitch. How dare I'm offended. We've been voted the best podcast to listen to by many. By many, that means a few. That's more than one. This ought to be very. We'll see you on the next episode of Grief Burrito. Yeah! Yeah! Hey everyone, it's Anton, host of the Discount Podcast. Look man, monies can suck a lot. The weekend's over, you gotta go back to work. Maybe you can't stand your coworkers, which is likely. Whatever the case may be, we can help you make your Monday just a little bit better. Check out our show, the Discount Podcast, where we talk about nonsense and anything and everything. It's always fun, it's not always politically correct, and it's just us. So tune in and let us make the start of your week not suck quite so much. Available wherever you can listen to podcasts. New episodes up every Monday. Discount Podcast, the DP. You didn't expect it, but you might like it. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Hope you all stuck around. And I hope you enjoyed those promos. Go check out those shows after you're done here. They're good. But are um, they? I mean, I think so. Teasing. I'm teasing. I know. This is what we do now. We just tease the other shows. Yep. And call them out for stuff. They up their game. Even though they all probably look at us and go, man, Gaming Casual needs to really up their quality. Oh, yeah, but that's why we would be the ones saying shit. Uh. Anyway. Light, you have, you have some stuff you wanted to bring up. Yeah. Yeah, let's get into it. I'm going to start off with Nintendo real quick because it's a bunch of brief shit. So, another lawsuit opened alleging the same as the France thing. That Oh, the drift stuff? Yeah, Joy-Con drift has uh, continued to go on. Nintendo has not met the requirements of fixing it. They've known about it uh, this long and haven't issued a recall. Uh, they're clearly not trying to fix it, yada yada. Um, then a dude in, um, I think a dude in France, and I think a couple other places, other people, the high level team uh, members of Team Executor have been arrested by international police. What is Team Executor? I, I saw this in our plans. I'm like, what is Team Executor? Why should I should I know that? So they're a hacking group. Ah. That was able to hack the Switch. And put a custom ah. on it. And it should be worrisome the way that uh, the governments work together to get them. They're going to face trial in the States uh, in front of Nintendo. Um... But at the same time, they were kind of dickheads, too. So, like, they cracked the switch, which shouldn't be an illegal thing to do. Uh, But in order to, you know, 
run their custom OS, they were selling it. Mm. Which ah. totally beat. And the thing is, is the stuff that they used, they based their tools on open source tools mm-hmm. and then quickly put them behind a paywall. Ouch. Huh. Yeah. So, like, on the one hand, fuck them, guys. On the other hand, there's another dude that is being sued by Nintendo now because he was selling... Uh, a thing to do the glitch to put your switch in repair mode to uh, flash an OS on. Right? Yeah. And he was just selling a tool that basically all it does is bend a uh, a paperclip. But they are suing him for piracy and saying that, you know, he was selling a tool specifically for piracy. And that's not necessarily huh. true. He had a little shop up on Amazon. Uh, definitely don't be selling the shit through a shop on Amazon when you're marketing it as something that can glitch a switch. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I don't think the punishment suits the crime. And also, you should be able to, I don't know, you should be able to do that to your switch. The piracy thing bothers me because Nintendo is saying that like, there's no evidence that he was doing anything like that. He wasn't selling Switches that had pirated games. He wasn't advocating for pirating games like that. And Nintendo... He, he was just doing his thing. Yeah. And Nintendo says that piracy is real bad. If piracy is so bad, and you face it so much, how come you're the number one system with the number one sales? Uh... That brings up a lot of different arguments about, like, pirating games and all that. Yeah. But I mean, I, if you really think about it. I just think that Nintendo's being overzealous, and I don't think piracy's ever as big a problem. I'm not endorsing piracy. I'm just, I don't care. It's always existed, it always will. Yeah, yeah that's very I mean, they're... this country was built on the fact that we pirated tea instead of paying taxes <laughs> for bullshit that we caused. While you make fair points, I am now afraid of the backlash we're going to get from that. <laughs> America. History? Please, every I... red-blooded American's proud of that shit. That's fair. We were such bootleggers that we fucking invented Tennessee whiskey and uh, uh, Applejack. We invented NASCAR because we were running moonshine. Yeah. See? (laughs) I thought people just liked making left-hand turns. (laughs) Yeah, to run moonshine. And that turned into a sport. I think it's part of the distilling process. (laughs) You you must distill. You must put the whiskey in the back of a car, going no slower than a hundred miles an hour and for a period of three hours. Sounds reasonable. It's prohibition times. This has gotten silly. <laughs> Are you yeah. shocked? Uh, no. So, 
in that vein, then I'm going to move on to the Capcom hack. Dun dun. Bum bum. Why did so, I just. Why did I just do the first two notes to Law and Order? And DMCA. Come at me, dick wolf. Uh, <laughs> anyway, the, the Capcom hack. So. Capcom wakes up one day to an email. It's like, hey, bro, uh, couldn't happen but notice that you had some security flaws in your software. And uh, if if you pay me 11 million Bitcoin, I'll show you what those flaws are, and I won't release all this information and personal data I have collected. I presume you mean 11 million in Bitcoin, not 11 million Bitcoins. Uh, yeah, I don't know what the difference is. Uh, Basically, 11, 11 million Bitcoin would make him the richest man in the universe. Yeah. Bitcoins yeah. are currently worth a couple thousand per. Or a couple thousand each, not per. Well, yeah, per is the same thing. Never mind. Yeah, no, you, you were yeah, right. I was right the first time. Either or. I mean, you're right both times. Yes. Either way. Anyway, continue. I mean, probably. But, uh, but yeah, and Capcom was like, we're not giving you 11 million bucks. We're not giving you any Bitcoins. Um, and so they did a data dump on 4chan. It started with this 60 gig data dump. And, like, 90% of it was personal info. Employees, addresses, uh credit card numbers, people's socials. So shame on that. But then like yeah. because gaming, we gotta talk about the gaming deets that were in there. Um I mean, I mean they were there, so yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It just sucks that it has to come with personal info. Also some people's personal files have been put on the internet. Yeah. Be a cool hacker. If you're going to show somebody the exploits of their security system, do it the white hack way. Maybe ask for a payment, sure, but like, don't ransom it. That's more gray Definitely. hat. And it, you're going beyond gray hat when you are specifically threatening the breach of personal. Yeah, no, that that's straight black hat. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so don't pretend. Uh, yeah, and then other than that, just don't be gross. But But anyway... The full source code for the PS2 edition of DMC2 was leaked. Um, Which, okay. Like, you could rip it to a DVD, pop it in a PS2, and play it. Yeah, I'm, I mean, it's also a game for the PS2, so, okay. But by having the full source code available, we might see something like what happened with GTA 3 where they could get it running natively on other devices because they have the source. Yeah, that's... You might be able to play DMC2 on a phone. Why you'd want to play DMC2, I will never know, I, but... I was about to say, who wants to play DMC2? <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the other thing. It's like, hmm, don't want to play that one. Hmm. Um, also, Resident Evil Umbrella Chronicles had its source code uh, released. Then See, that one, uh, okay. 
I was going to say, that one I'm more on board with, because that was a really good rail shooter. Yeah, I had fun with that one. I'm excited for all of them. Um, And then through various notes and stuff, there are mentions of an online battle royale mode for RE8. Uh, Confirmation of RE4 remake. I thought we already had confirmation of that. It was never confirmed. It was that or uh Oh, what's what's the Dreamcast one? Code Veronica? No. Code Veronica no. Dreamcast. No, that was GameCube. Yeah. Okay, well whatever. The I don't know. Anyway. I, I know what you're t- I know what you mean. But Code Veronica. Uh it, Yeah. It's been a mystery. Anyway, uh they might be doing a port of RE four which has been ported to everything. This is like the basic RE4. Uh, But do a port to it to VR. And whether they make that first person or keep it third person, I feel like we will finally have an RE4 that dethrones the Wii. I mean, yeah, probably. Uh, Imagine if they ported RE4 to VR. That's Yeah, that's what it... I just said they're talking about. Yeah, that's that's true. You you did. I'm just stupid. <laughs> Good job. Um, and then there were hints of like other RE spinoffs. Uh, they had random names. I didn't take note of it. Just like there were like three code name games in there that have no detail other than their working code name. And their working code name is like like generic shit like Avalanche atomic some weird shit like that i don't i don't remember what it actually was i didn't take note of it either. resident evil in the snow dead snow yeah. dead snow makes a return if you know there was a sequel to dead snow right was there i never saw yeah it. There, there was dead snow too i love the way that you just pulled conclusions of what it must be out of the code name i made up i mean have we had a Resident Evil that takes place in like a fully snowed environment outside of the one segment of Resident Evil 6? Uh, that's going to be Village. Yeah, Village and technically part of um, Revelations 2. Hmm. Um, shows what I know. <laughs> then there were two Monster Hunter games in there. I didn't take note of the subtitle. One is Switch and PC and one is PC only. And those are well this year. Uh, the Switch one might be that. Uh, oh God, what the hell was the name of it? They showed it like GDC this year. Yeah, it was like something with an R, I think. I don't know. I, um, I, don't, I don't. Like I, said, I don't remember either. I'm just saying. There was confirmation that Ace Attorney Seven is in development. Didn't say any platforms, uh, and that a collection of. Uh, Ace Attorney 4 through 6 is coming soon. And then the final thing that I saw interesting, there's been more because, like, it's coming out daily. You know, it's a lot of... They're, they're planning on doing a lot of dumps, and there's a lot of information to sit. The final thing I saw whenever I wrote this down was a sequel to Dragon's Dogma. Hmm. That one has me intrigued. Haven't we kind of known about that one for a bit, though? Uh, have we? Not that I've, I thought I hadn't heard anything oh, about it. I I thought we had heard a leak about that like last year. 
that they oh, were possibly working on one. Maybe. I don't remember this stuff after I say it. I mean, if that's the case, then yeah, give it to me. It, yeah. I mean, now it's con- with this, it's probably confirmed, so hell yeah. Yeah, they'll do it. They'll do an official announcement in a couple of months. So I mean, at this at this point they're going to have to. Uh, do they? I mean, no, but <laughs> Sony never came out and said, "Yeah, 22 Jump Street meets Men in Black would be great for the franchise." Um or no, we're not going to do that. They never acknowledged that that was a thing after their hack. Mm. God, that would have been so great for it. <laughs> anyway, but something uh, to look forward to though. Yeah. That's everything I have that's like quote unquote news this week. Can, can we go back just just for a moment cuz I I want to talk about this. Okay. Look. I get it. Battle Royale's popular. Oh yeah, this village battle it royale doesn't thing. need to be in every goddamn game. Yeah. Like No. No. It it definitely doesn't need to be in a Resident Evil game. You guys tried to do the multiplayer thing with the three make and that flopped. Yeah, the cool thing about seven was the way that it was still action-y but also scary. I don't want to move into a battle royale. Yeah, they need to perfect well, co-op first. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> like... They need to make a co-op like, that can be scary. Resistance still has, like, mixed reviews and mostly negative all-time reviews. It did not do well. Fall of Man? No. <laughs> the Resident Evil Resistance. Resistance Fall of Man is fine. In fact, give us another one. I can agree that'd with that. Be an interest, that'd be an interesting series for them to revive. Yeah, uh, Sony does have Insomniac now. Yeah, but, I mean, technically Insomniac was already kind of a sony studio yeah apart from like the f- couple games they made outside of sony like sunset overdrive which yeah, is they were dope. they were basically second party they were close enough with the publisher but they weren't owned by them yeah now wow. they're directly owned by them but e- even still i i would not mind a uh a re a, hell i'd take a remaster of resistance fall of man yeah, update it. Like better controls, better gameplay. I'm being nostalgic. Um, but but I so I do have two little things that I wanted to bring in chat about. Okay. Um and this first one is brief. It's about cyberpunk. Uh, there's a mode. If you're going to be streaming the game, you just click an option and it'll turn off all copyrighted music. Oh yeah, which is I saw dope. Them do that, especially with how, that. especially with how the DMCA's are getting cracked down on people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Is there a developer more pro-consumer, or a publisher for that matter, than CD Projekt Red? Not really. Like, I... They are they are pro-consumer enough that it feels like they shouldn't even, like, be in business. There's oh, no but reason they, they should have been functioned. able Yeah, there's no, there's no way that they should have been able... But no, I'm saying this. I am saying this. Like, to me, I think that it's a little too much. And I am a fucking soy boy millennial gimme free shit kind of person. <laughs> I... Okay, I don't stated. I don't see how CD Projekt Red like basically making it like, yeah, I know we want you to stream our game and we don't want you to, you know, get your Twitch channel taken down. With everything, man, it's like, yeah, we're not going to bump our games up to 70 bucks. Uh, also, if you buy this for last gen, we are making a next gen version. You can just have that one for free. Uh, here's an option so that you don't get shut down because we wouldn't think of shutting you down i know that some companies have ceos coming out and saying dumb shit like twitch streamers should you know pay to be allowed to stream games but we're telling you like do what you want we don't care that you monetize on those platforms with our blood sweat and tears then they turn around with a whip and they they turn to their employees like work 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 you know well no, work, minions, you wanna know work. Why, no you want to know why they look at the streamers and go no no you guys, you guys advertise our game by streaming it. Then we can fire the marketing department. <laughs> but then they also don't seem that evil either. Like, I made a joke about them whipping their employees right now, but their their employees always come across as like we genuinely enjoy this. It's like, yeah, you know, sometimes it's a little rough, but uh, fuck, we good. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I have such mixed feelings yeah. with them, but they are cool as fuck when it comes to the gamer. I I would agree with you. Their little thank you note that came in The Witcher is so nice. They're they're fucking all of their announcements of the delays. Been like we are we're sorry, like we know. We're we're just, we know you. Good. We just want to give you the best game possible. See, here's the funny part. CD Projekt Red does that, right? Goes radio silent for a couple months on it. Eh, not super radio silent. They were still, like, releasing things. Yeah. But, like, you know, not a lot, but enough. And the community's like, no, no, you take your time. Get it done. Halo delays until due to the That's poor reception. Shit. Yeah. Halo delays to poor reception of the gameplay demo. Xbox is dead. What? Give give us content 343. Give us something. But we don't want to show you something you're not going to like. We want to see it. Uh, uh, what do you want from us? Yeah. Halo 2. Yeah. So we got Halo 2. It's called Halo 2. We have Halo 2 at home. <laughs> you have for several years now. Twice, actually, now. Because you can technically get the uh, 
Halo 2 Project Cartographer, which lets you play classic Halo 2. Wow. Like, without the Master Chief Collection. Hmm, Wait, does the Master Chief Collection have that option where you can press a button and change yeah. the graphics? No, and for multiplayer, it has classic Halo 2 and the anniversary. Oh. Yeah. Neat. Handy. Yeah. Anyway, there's something on here about Miles Morales. Yeah. I'll stop ranting about Halo now. <laughs> the final thing I wanted to bring up, just a couple tidbits. I've been real into the Miles Morales game that came out. Um, this isn't not. spoilers, is it? Yeah, uh, everybody dies. Uh, yeah, they, fair enough. I should have known. Yeah, they, it was Aunt May all along. It's actually Miles clinging to Peter, saying, "I don't want to go." During the dusting scene. Um, Good. Oh, <laughs> my heart. My heart couldn't take that. No. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, no. Um, so I was watching some interviews and stuff. And one thing that that caught me that I was completely unaware of is uh, this game was written, co-written, whatever, with Evan Narcisse. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. And Evan is a former writer at io9. I don't know if you're familiar with the website. Nope. They are an offshoot of Gizmodo, which is the tech cousin to Kotaku. This has gone down a strange family tree of websites, but okay. So, well, I, it's all part of that Gawker Media umbrella. I know. I'm... I'm making a joke. Continue. But, but anyway, io9 was like for geek shit, sci-fi and genre. Um, and Evan was a writer on there. And back when Ta-Nehisi Coates took over Black Panther for Marvel Comics, like his run that was like getting wild praise a few years back. Yeah. Um, Evan Narcisse wrote about like how good the run was and then like what Black Panther means to him and is basically the reason I got into Black Panther and the reason I found out about Miles Morales. And then uh, a few years later, he wrote a thing on io9 about how he was quitting io9 and it turned out that he was quitting because he got hired at Marvel and he wrote a run on Black Panther and then is now doing he wrote the Miles Morales game. He moved up in the world. Fucking right. And it was so cool to see him there. Like, I used to read his stories about, like, introducing his daughter to games and shit like that. And now, like, I just, I love the dude. He's what? a great writer. And now he wrote an awesome game. Did you say something, Control? He might have. Also, Podcat makes her obligatory appearance on the episode. I... Have I lost all audio here? No. Okay. Um, speaking of, like, games being developed by companies and people who, like, deserve to write them and make them... Can we can we talk just as a last thing 
about uh, the announcement that happened last week? What? Um, Hitman Dev IO Interactive oh, man. developing a James I'm Bond so game. You brought that up. Yes, please. I meant that was supposed to be on the docket today. Like, if if I had to pick a company to make an actual Bond game, right? Not like a not like a shooter. Not like a weird like pseudo stealth action game or whatever the hell 007 bloodlines was a legitimate good a, a bond simulator yeah like if there was a, one a company bond that could do it yeah cuz it's you know with them doing it it's going to have different objectives in the world to like you know spy on people and be a spy but it's also going to have those action set pieces that bond is known for yeah Plus, this is a 007, as they say it, it's a 007 origin story. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. technically uh, we got that with Casino Royale, but... I would love to see uh, Obsidian do another take on Alpha Protocol. But, having said that, yeah, the idea of an IO interactive Bond game, like, I think that they are such a fit that they oh, could yeah. they could literally like just shit out a reskin of Hitman. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, there's a part of me that's worried that that's what it'll be. There I don't think so. There's some change that would be made, obviously. Uh they wouldn't be identical, but they could be extremely similar games. Like like I said, it could be a glorified reskin of Hitman. And I think they could still knock it out of the park with a Bond game, which I don't think they're going to do here. But, like, yeah, they are definitely a fit. They've already proven that they make different games. I mean, Absolution alone was a different enough stealth game than normal Hitman to begin with. And uh, and then they still have other things like Freedom Fighters and other IPs under their belt. Like, they've proven their ability. Um, yeah. And I, I'm just going to say, it, as a Bond game, it needs good stealth. And, like, being able to blend in and, you know, do spy shit. But it also needs action set pieces and car chases. I, they're immersive sim elements. They're, like, interlocking systems and shit. I think it's going to be a huge boon to the Bond game. Yeah. No, absolutely. I can't wait to see what they do with it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's all I got for this week. Sounds good. Yeah, anything worried. else? No, but I am worried about how we're like just in this empty void uh, now. Yeah, how it's now just us and the other two have been sucked into the nothing. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. So we might want to go just end the episode before. To be fair, I don't usually talk in the latter half of the podcast. Oh, thank God. Okay, now we just have to somehow pull control out of the void. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. Uh, oh, he's back. Oh. So, my PC, I thought it reset for a second there, and but everything is back and opened as it was, so I didn't have to re-sign in or anything. I don't know what happened, just both of my screens just went blank, and I lost sound and everything. Weird. That's weird. I don't know. Do not know. 
Well, before we wrap up, do you have anything to say on the uh, Bond IO game? I am curious, but apprehensive just because I have, I mean, aside from GoldenEye, I have not played a Bond game I've genuinely like, oh yeah, hell yeah, in a long time. Fair. I feel like it's the company that will make it. Yeah. Here's hoping. I, I agree. Here is but, hoping. But yeah. I think that'll wrap us up for this week. So if y'all want to see the stuff that we do, uh, check the description because all of our links are down there. And until next week, this has been Gaming Casual Episode 84. That was a weird way to end it. It was. Just have Bye. To, just have to label us. God.